live and alone. Oh. There's a big empty spot in a room where, where Big P normally sits. P, I know you're a traveler of the world, but I warned you when you went to China that you were going too far. The coronavirus is a real thing. So you need to get better. Stop sniffling and don't touch me. All I'm going to say is quit eating booty hoe. Oh, damn. <laughs> You know, I, speaking of eating booty hole, how you been, Carvey? Oh, you, I, I like how you did that. I like how you did that. <laughs> I'm in pain, but I'm good. I had all four of my wisdom teeth pulled, and yeah. I'm well, that makes it kind of difficult to come on here and talk, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm sucking it up. Not yeah. that way. <laughs> Not that way. No pun intended. Oh well, it's it's been a it's been a good couple weeks. I know we uh, we didn't come on last week. Pat had a lot going on. I had a lot going on. Carvey was getting all of his teeth pulled out. So nah, I, I got we're, we're back and we're strong, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> sort, sort of, sort of strong, you know, but we, we hear everybody. So hold on, let's Pat do it. I'm going to try to do it, right? <clears throat> Hello, everybody, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to D-Line Sports, live with Carvey Jackson and Coach how the hell you been? <laughs> it's been a good week. I'm, that's good. That's good. We got to uh, got to experience the the NFL live firsthand at the combine with really? Big P this past week. I, hey, you know what? To be honest, that's like our friend anniversary. That's the we. That's when I met P. Oh, you so, Big P's year. anniversary. Yeah, our one year anniversary. But how is was? This, is this the paper anniversary? What'd you get him? Did you get him a card? Uh, I got him sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, it, it was when I went last year was pretty fun. So how was it for you? Well, Pat went uh, pretty much every day. Yeah, he did. I, th- I think you, if you guys have been looking at Facebook, you've seen he's he's posted a lot of pictures. Got to meet a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But uh, the day I went down there, got to meet uh, got to meet uh, a running back for uh, a former running back. I feel so stupid right now. It's okay. Uh, I think his name's Cam Robinson. Okay. And then uh, got to meet some some scouting people. Got to meet uh, – he's an assistant coach for SMU. Got to talk to him for quite a bit. We okay. had a good time. Okay. And then uh, met a good group of fans from – I seen from, that from picture. New York. Oh, we had such so a ball from, with those guys. From, where was they from? Well, there was uh, – they're all part of a, a group. Oh, you got the card? So, yeah, they got a – they got a card. <laughs> this is a trip. So they're all part of this group. It's the Professional Football Ultimate Fan Association. Okay. Okay, I had a hard time remembering that. Can I see that and, card? Yeah. And they had, they had these cards made up. And maybe I'll take a picture of them and post them on Facebook okay. later. But they look like football cards. But it's, it's got, like, their achievements as fans on there. It's, it's kind of a trip. And uh, we met a, a guy from the Jets, a couple guys that were uh, fans That's of Green awesome. Bay, one from Dallas, one from Buffalo, and they were all there together. So it was a good time. We got to hang out with them and talk about what they thought about their teams and what they wanted to do. And it's good to get information, just talk to people from different – Different teams, you know, outside of you know, just AFC. I think that's why the the whole fan experience yes. for the NFL Combine was so so cool because you get to go down there, and if you don't if you get to go to something like that, don't just go down there and just mm-hmm. stick to yourself and just kind of run through everything and then and then watch talk to people. Yes, 
you get out there and talk to people. You get to meet all kinds of people. Pat, Pat met Brady Quinn this week, yeah, former yeah. uh, Notre Dame and Cleveland Browns quarterback. Uh, he, he got to meet uh, Peter King. Yeah, I seen them pictures. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. We saw Adam Schefter while we were down there. I had a picture. I have a picture with him. He came. He took a picture last time I was went. He yeah, came I told. I told him he ruined my night that night that he broke the story about Andrew Luck. Oh but. yeah, he made me. What he say? <laughs> what he say? <laughs> oh well. Yeah. <laughs> story's got, a story. Got a, right? got a job to do. Yeah, right? story's a story. Yeah, so it was. It was a. Uh, it was a really good time. We enjoyed it. Got to see the defensive linemen do uh, the bench press, which. That to me, the offensive line and the defensive line—that's the groups you want to watch do the bench press. I anyway. guess, of course, oh, hands down, hands down. When they doing it, they some of them they oh, struggle, yeah. but then when they doing it, they just oh, just hitting like it ain't nothing. I mean, two twenty-five. I mean, the average working man on the street probably do two twenty-five one or two times. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, and these guys—they're popping it up there the, a bunch. So. The player that got it the most this year it was uh, Natani Muti mm-hmm. from Fresno State. Bench pressed it 44 times. How many times? 44 times. I don't know if I can do the bar 44 times. I could probably only do it like one or two times, <laughs> but 44 times? Oh yeah, my God. so it was it was really impressive. And when he did it, was it seemed like he did it with ease, like it was just nothing. He was yeah, just like, I, well, I didn't. We didn't see him live. He was one on my watch. He was an okay. offensive lineman, but I watched him on. YouTube, uh-huh. yeah, it was not difficult. He was just pumping it up there like he was just everyday workout to, for, for the first 25 or 30. And yeah. they slowed down a little they bit. They slowed down. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did he uh, – do you think – who did you see? Like, you've been, you've been watching the combine, right? Yeah. Have there anybody that probably stood out to you or probably – Well, I mean, there's – to me, like, when you I go through – quite a few, quite a few. When you go through, uh, to me, there there are five big, big exercises that everybody does. You know, every group's got their thing that they do. Exactly. They do just their exclusive stuff, working with coaches and things. But everybody does the forty. Everybody does the bench press. Okay. Everybody does a vertical jump, broad jump, and a three cone drill. Exactly. So to me, those there's more exercise that everybody does. But to me, those are the big five things. Those You're are the right. ones that. This is this is going to equate into this guy being a, a solid athlete as right. a football player, and if if you look at it, the the ones that stood out, the forties, talk about the the forty and how it applies to the NFL. That's mm-hmm. your baseline. Can this guy run exactly with ev- everybody in this league? And there were some guys that really stood out this year, especially. Henry Ruggs, he's a wide receiver for Alabama. Okay. Ran a four two seven. He was the fastest Ooh. forty this year. That's blazing fast. Four two seven. Four point two seven seconds. For people that don't know, if you're running under a four four, yeah, you're cooking. Yeah, sound like and this me. Dude, yeah, this this is world class track star speed here. Yeah, I seen. I, matter of fact, I seen a video on YouTube where he was just he when he took off, he he just started taking off. Oh and then, yeah. And the thing is, he went from this level. To that level, just like that, well, and, it's, and it's a perfect, it's a perfect form. When you watch them, uh, I don't know if a lot of people pay attention to it, but how you watch them, they'll run and they've got it split. The forty, they'll have it split like they'll have a, a ten yard split, a twenty yard split, mm-hmm. and then the Four. the final forty. Yeah. So the ten yard split is more important for certain positions than it is others. But that ten yard split, you'll see the guys that are really fast. Mm-hmm. 
they won't be up all the way up until they get past that because they'll still be leaning forward trying to build that momentum but yeah, once they lit up and then they yeah go. then you're you're at full speed at that point oh man but the guys that come out of that really quick that's your that's gonna be your linemen yeah. your your linebackers things like that usually but rugs ran it really fast there's a defensive back from utah is a javelin gidry oh you said how what was he he's a what a defensive back from utah okay he ran a four two nine, so that's uh, yeah. <laughs> so we we know who they're gonna put on Henry Ruggs next year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's for a defensive back and run yeah. with that speed. Yes, not that's quickness right there. Now, unfortunately, <clears throat> Ruggs he may be he may be one of the top stars in the combine this year. Right. All around, but Gidry he's 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 gonna be one of those guys that he's gonna be fighting to make a roster. Okay. But he's just super fast. Uh, there were some other notables. Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. Okay. Dude, six foot four, two hundred and thirty-eight pounds, and ran a four three nine. Hold on, look, hold on. Unless we y'all didn't understand that. Repeat that one more time. Six feet four inches tall. Six feet four. Two hundred and thirty-eight pounds. Two hundred and thirty-eight. So that yeah, that's a big dude. That's a, so and that's pure muscle, to be honest. Yeah, oh yeah. There's it's, not an ounce of fat on that kid. And he ran a four three nine, which that's again that's track star. Yeah, that, that is track. Yeah, you're uh, you're under that four four, and that's that's the fastest guys in the NFL that run that four four. Mm. So he's he's um, to compare it. I looked at a what the forty was for a couple players. Right, Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. he's fast, right? Yeah, he ran a four four nine. So. You tell yeah, me so he's tracking this dude down from behind. Yes. Yeah, he's oh, okay. he's a freakish athlete. I think Isaiah Simmons really – he's going to cut out a place in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, the running back from Wisconsin, ran a 4.39 also. Okay. And he's also in that 215 to 220 range and plays running back. Okay. So he's going to be he's gonna be tough. And then there was a, a defensive lineman, and I thought this one stood out too. Okay. Too. Defensive lineman Bradley Anay from Utah that ran a four nine three four nine three at, at two seventy eight two seventy eight or uh, he's a lineman yeah and what defensive was lineman oh my god and what was his uh time again four nine three now that you're you're hauling ass <laughs> just imagine a, a that's line. not fair <laughs> it, it ain't like that's no way there's no no way. that's not fair it's like. <laughs> What can you do when you got somebody like that uh, on, the just, on the line? You better hope somebody gets in his way. Uh, yeah, because my thing is this. These athletes now, especially our linemen, they become more It's quick. unreal. It's unreal. They're getting more quick. Guys like Montez Sweat last year ran a 4-3 whatever. Yes. At 260 pounds. That's, it, it, that's it's, nice. it's, it's Right. So, that I believe yeah. that each generation – our alignment are going to become more quicker, even though they're well, size. If you, if, if you look, too, look at the NFL 30 years ago, average defensive lineman was like 290, 300 yeah. pounds. Now they're tr- a lot trimmer. Mm-hmm. They're 270, 280, but they're heat-seeking missiles. Yeah. So they're all coming in there fast. So when they do it, they got to. Yeah, they're quick. <laughs> so to get past the, the speed thing, I, I said the the. the the biggest ones, the, the bench press is a, another one, and this is a good one for offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Uh, to me, the three biggest stars on the bench press was <clears throat> Natani Moody okay. from Fresno. All right. 
Now, he's again, he's one of those guys, he's going to be a developmental project, but they're going to pick him up because he's strong as hell, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, Simon Stepaniak yes, that's a from right Indiana, there. from IU. From IU. Yeah, he's he's uh, looking to be promising. He got 37. Hey. He had the second highest bench press. I think he probably go, what, late, late, late third? Uh, well, he's you never know with linemen. Okay, okay. You never know with linemen, and he's he's going to be a backup most likely. Okay, true. Uh, and then John Simpson from Clemson who got 34. Wow. Yeah, so he's offensive lineman also. But he's a little more – of the three, he's probably the most solid all-around player. Okay. And then we had the, the vertical jump. And the vertical jump really translates for wide receivers, defensive backs. You know, all the skill positions on the defensive side need to have this because you got bat down balls. Everybody's going for the ball. So the top, the top vertical jump went to uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, wide receiver from Michigan. Okay, and he got forty-four and a half inches. Ooh, that boy can jump. Well, and anybody that knows this one, you're 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 good if you're over thirty. Yeah. And he's at forty-four and a half. Forty-four. He's ab- yeah. Yeah. He's about he's about a foot above that. So that's fantastic. Wow. And uh, uh, a linebacker, Dante Olson from Montana, got forty-two inches. Jalen Rager, wide receiver from TCU, got forty-two inches. Mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs again got forty-two inches. Uh, Pat said Ken Law and Lamb impressed him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lamb, Lamb looked really athletic. But we'll, we'll get we'll okay. get to Lamb. Okay, we well, don't worry, Pat. We'll get we'll get, we'll get to Lamb. Don't don't worry, Pat. We're gonna get to it. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Okuda also had the defensive back from Ohio State had a forty-one inch vertical. So oh my. Yeah, and that's and and he's this dude might end up being a Pro Bowler next year. He's gonna be a top five pick. Mm. So to see him come out there and show out at the combine, that was good too. That, that's that's awesome. I, I wish I'd have went, but unfortunately I was yeah. laid up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it was laid up. <laughs> All right, okay. So the the fourth the fourth drill that they do the broad jump is okay. just a standing broad jump. They just from from uh, two point stance, they take a couple swings with their arms and then they jump. You're right. A lot of people think, well, you know, what, what the hell's that do for you? Well, it, it translates in football to explosiveness. Mm-hmm. So you got a guy that that can jump so far. That means when he hits you, the, all that power comes from your 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 hips exactly. and your your hamstrings and quads, and that's where all that that energy comes from. So <clears throat> again. Donovan Peoples Jones showed out. His name's been popping up here a lot lately. Yeah, so I mean, to see some of these names multiple times in this the tops of these lists, mm-hmm. that's going to help those guys move up in the draft. Right. But he he was the uh, best one with eleven feet six inches from a standing broad jump. If you get over ten feet on you, this thing, you've got you got some good, athleticism. Yeah. yeah. And again, foot and a half past it. So, that being said. And his name, like I said, his name been popping popping up lately. Do you think his stock, uh, draft stock probably right? Oh, I think his. I think the combine has a lot to do with some players' draft stocks. I think you'll always see that one guy that everybody's like, "Well, who the hell was that?" Did just he'll just rise up the draft because of the combine, right? Because you know you got all the stuff that you do during the football season that's going to get people's attention. Then you've got, like, the senior bowl is going to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. And then the combine, 
and your pro days, those are your last chances so, for the NFL to get a look at you before draft day. So some of these guys, this will be their last chance. Some of them won't have a pro day. See, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's amazing right there. And then Jalen Rager pops up again with 11 feet 5 inches from TCU. Okay. Willie Gay Jr., he's a linebacker from Mississippi State, got 11 feet 3 inches. And then Jeffrey Okuda again, 11 feet 2 inches. See, these, I, one thing I've been seeing the pattern, these guys' things are popping up constantly. Yeah, so the these are top athletes. Okay. Top athletes. So that, that's what you're looking at there. It may not mean that they're a fantastic football player, but they're a good athlete. Athlete. And which one, good football player or a good athlete, which one would you pick in here? Well, it depends. I mean, okay, if, if, if I'm picking later on in the first round, mm -hmm. I've already got a good team. Right. I can afford to take a risk on a guy that's just a good athlete in hopes that I can turn him into a good football player. Is he very coachable and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. If okay. he's if he's coachable and, he's, and, he's and he can run a four three forty, then you could turn this good athlete yeah. into a great. <laughs> you, can turn him into, you, you can turn him into Tyreek Hill. Oh, now that would be something. Yeah. So yeah. that's and that's that's kind of the situation that he came from. Right. He wasn't necessarily a fantastic football player. He had some off the field issues. But he blew him away in the combine and got yeah, some attention. Exactly. And then finally, the the fifth drill, and to me, this one's actually the most important one, and a lot of people overlook this one. Is the three cone drill. All right. So three cone drill is they'll come out and there's a cone, and they'll turn, and then they'll run to a, another cone to the left, and then they'll spin around that one, come back and run to another cone to the right, and that's the three cone drill. Well. You want to get some quickness out of that, and it, that teaches, or that that shows that a player can break, come in and out of a break. So right. like stop and go, it's stop and go, turn, and then go running sprint, out yeah. of it. Yeah, sprinting out of it. So a good time on that is anything under seven and a half seconds. So if you're getting under seven and a half seconds, you're a good athlete. Right. Well, the guys that won this one blew it to pieces. So the, the best three-cone drill this year was Denzel Mims. He's a wide receiver from Baylor. Okay. And I don't know if anybody's heard of him. This is a, he's a big kid. He's, he's kind of a sleeper in the draft this year, but I think he's going to end up being a starter possibly next year. Okay. And uh, he got a 6.66. So, I mean, that's, that's crazy good. And my good. thing is this, do you, do you got his height on? 6'3". Uh, 6'3"? So he's so big he's, he's and quick. quick. So that's uh, he's a big target too for somebody. Yeah. So that'd be something good for any team to pick up. You know, having somebody. Well, and, and some of this stuff you start to combine. Yeah. All these things and you see where they are as an athlete. Mm -hmm. And if he had a good forty time, he had a good three cone drill. You know, he can jump. We know he can jump. Mm -hmm. So I mean, all these translate into oh, we know what kind of a player he is. So we just have him circle on our board. So yeah. maybe. If he, it, like you say, if he's a sleeper, then yeah. you get the other people, then you're like, okay, it's time to pick this guy up because that's who we want. You know, how they did uh, Darius Leonard, you know. He was a combine. He, he did what he had to do, a sleeper. Yeah. And next thing you yeah, know. Yeah, he came out and he looked good. Yeah. Looked good in the senior bowl. Yes. So, uh, we talking about the combine and everything. 
Let's talk about the free agents. Well, I don't want to. I no, don't want to go there yet. Not, not quite yet. Because okay. there was, uh, we didn't quite get to. There were some players that I re- think really improved their stock. Okay. Because of the combine, that maybe we, maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't heard of them, maybe they were already on your radar. But to me, Isaiah Simmons. Okay. I think he was possibly already a top ten pick, but he might have shot himself into the top three or top four. Oh. With his performance. Because everybody already knew this guy, he's, he can play every position on defense. Mm-hmm. And I mean literally he has played every position on defense. You can play him at defensive tackle. You can play him at safety. He's that kind of athlete. Right. Because he's, he's quick. He's strong. He's fast. You know, it's, and he it's, loves to hit people. And, yeah. <laughs> he loves to hit and people. And he hits a lot. <laughs> so, he, to me, he, he really improved his, his stock with the draft, having a 39-inch vertical, 11-foot broad jump to go along with his 43940. Mm. Mm. And then you've got his speed and what you've seen on tape already. He's rangy. He can, he can tackle. And he's, he's a sure tackler, too. He's not right. one of those guys just flying into people. He's, he's wrapping up and taking you to the ground. So and you think he's he gonna his stock probably rolls up? Oh yeah, and, and as if it as if it could, I think it might have. Because now I think you're gonna have an argument to talk about him ahead of players like Okuda and and possibly even Tua. Yeah. Now. So. Yeah, because did any quarterbacks by any chance that stood out for you? Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Uh, we had. There were guys that did things that we expected them to do. Okay. I think Justin Herbert did what we expected him to do. Yeah. I think Jacob Eason did we what we expected him to do. But I think Jalen Hurts came yeah. out during the combine, and I think he he sh- he showed his ass. And he did what he. I'm I'm, I'm telling you, I, I watched the quarterback drills. He throws a pretty deep ball. He throws a really pretty deep ball. If they can work on him hitting guys in time and the medium, the, the short short whatnot. range. He's going to become a fantastic quarterback. He uh, led all the quarterbacks with a four-five-nine forty. Okay, so he's that's pretty quick, he fastest yeah. on his feet. Yeah, and we know where that the stock in that is nowadays. Yeah. And then on top of it all, he's had a thirty-five inch vertical. Which he, so yeah. he's athletic. Very yeah. And he had a ten and a half foot broad jump. Which is yes. Which is impressive. Right, very yeah. So to see very. all those things with a, a six foot three inch. 220 pound quarterback tall that, quick, yeah. explosive yeah, yeah strong I mean, and strong that's that's something where other teams look at the quarterback is he, he tall quick and strong yeah now, to me he's got all those things and he's a to me he's a late first round sleeper late round late first round sleeper i hope yeah, if he that, slips to 34 i wouldn't be disappointed to see you, him in a Colts uniform you wouldn't no, not at all. Especially seeing he comes from a pedigree of winners. How's I mean, his IQ? How's his? How is his IQ? Well, I, that, I didn't. That. Yeah, see, I didn't hear anything about the uh, the uh, uh, what, what is it the the Wonderlick tests this year. So you know, some years that's a big deal. They've talked about that a lot with some players. Like when Peyton Manning did it, it was like, oh my God, his Wonderlick score was. Out of the out of the building. Yeah. When Vince Young did it, he had the lowest Wonderlick score of any quarterback in history. Mm. So you always hear about that. So to not hear anything about it, that means he probably just did what he was they supposed said, to do. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and then um, uh, Tristan Wirfs, offensive lineman from Iowa. Okay. Already to me an impressive offensive lineman. 
But to me, with his performance at the Combine, I think it puts him at the head of the class of offensive linemen. Now. Okay. So instead of being like maybe the third or fourth best offensive lineman, he might be the best one. He might be the one to go get. He ran a four eight five forty for a man that weighs three hundred twenty pounds. That's impressive. Four, four, I'm sorry. Four so, four eight five. Four eight five, and he, how much he weighs? Three hundred plus pounds. So you imagine so. a big freight train running in front of oh, you. Oh yeah, and he plays. He can play guard and tackle. Uh, oh, see, so and, if he's pulling. Oh my God. Yeah, that's oh, that's whole, you. If you're a defensive back, you don't want to see that coming. No, no, not at all. Because now, and, and if you're lucky, you will see it coming. Yes. <laughs> And you see, the thing is, just imagine, I'm just hypothetically speaking, everybody, not really, but say, just imagine we got him with Quentin Nelson. That's a guard tandem that just, you're just going to dominate the middle of the offense. Exactly. And I mean, and, and with Ryan Kelly, too. Yes. So you got, you got the three horsemen, I'll call him. Well, and, and Worfs, I don't know if he gave up a sack his, his last year in college. Oh, man. I don't know if he gave one up. Uh, he also bench pressed the 225 24 times, which is. Right, right where it should be. Yeah, yeah, thirty-six and a half inch vertical, which is athletic as hell. Because I see, matter of fact, I seen a video of him dunking in yeah. the basketball game in high school. He had a seven point six five three cone drill. So he's quick, fast, athletic, strong, offensive lineman, and weighed yeah. how much? Three hundred what? Yeah, three hundred, three hundred. I'm, I'm guessing three fifteen. I can't remember exactly. And, I and, write he, it down. and he's running just like a wide receiver or a running back or. He's he's as fast he's as fast as some of the tight ends. Yeah. So, what I mean, like, yes, he is to me. He is the number one choice. He is the better. I'm not saying choice to pick, but top of his yeah his line. top top of his position. Yeah, he's the number one. And that's all you can ask for. I mean, yeah, you want to be the number one pick, but we know who the number one picks. Yeah, be sure. I mean, we all know it's going to yeah, be it's going to be Joe Burrow. He didn't even have to work out the combine. Yeah, he just did what he did after he won and smoked yep. a cigar. <laughs> there you go. And then, okay, uh, to me, Bryson Hopkins, oh, tied yeah. in from Purdue. Okay. I think he really helped himself in the combine. He ran 4.6640. Okay. And he's a 240-plus pound tight end. He had uh, 21 reps on bench, 33-and-a-half-inch vertical, and his broad jump was nine feet eight inches, which is a little lower than most of the athletes you want to look at. But that ranks him eighth amongst amongst tight ends. Mm. So he's in the top ten on that. And his three cone drill was seven point two five. So he's right so, there. So yeah, he's, he's right in all there. five of those things. He's right where you want him. <clears throat> well, already talked about Henry Ruggs. Brought him up. Mm -hmm. I think he helped his case out. I think Henry Ruggs, with as deep as the wide receiver class was, right probably was going to fall into the mid to late second round. Mm -hmm. He's going to be mid to late first round now. Mid late? Yeah, I think so. Because I think, I think somebody's going to want him just based on his speed alone. But he also, like, like I said, 42-inch vertical, 10-foot, 11-inch broad jump. Right. You got an explosive guy. I think he can return punts. He can return kicks. So that adds value. And he's going to be perfect in the slot for somebody. Mm. And then <clears throat> the last one I've got on this list, and this is somebody, unless you're related to him, you may not know about this guy, Darrington Evans. No. I, He's yeah. a running back from Appalachian State. Okay. So I had to look him up. Okay, so he's, he's kind of small. He's fast. He ran a 4-4-1-40, and nobody was expecting it. He was in the top five, I think, in running backs in, in the 40. He was in the top five in bench press. He got 20 reps. 
203 pounds, and he bench pressed 225 20 times. Yeah. That's impressive. If you can bench press your weight 10 times, you're a good athlete. You're a strong athlete. To do it 20 times. He did it 20 times. That's fantastic. Uh, he had a 37-inch vertical. Mm. Which means he can go over the top. So he weren't just gonna dive at his feet. As people say, he got bunnies. Yep. <laughs> and he had a ten foot, five inch broad jump. Oh wow. So he's he's yeah, very explosive. He's he very, could jump. He, he's so he's a very good. He's athlete. the full package. Yeah. So as far as an athlete goes, now the the knock that's gonna be on him is he played in a small conference. He at Appalachian State. You know, there have been a lot of guys that played in small conferences that came out and ended up being good running backs. So, so. I, I'll be honest. I think he. He'll be a good running back if he goes to the right team. Yeah, and and I I think this is one of those guys. I don't know if he was on anybody's radar. Well, I guarantee he is now. But he is now. Yeah. He's probably going to be. I, I'm guessing top of the second round. Top second. Yeah. Hmm. So that's because nah, jumping up from possibly nowhere, no, being undrafted yeah. to being second round. Yeah, like, that's yeah, pretty good. That's that's awesome. and that I'll, might be the best jump of everybody. Be honest, I'll, I'll I'll take a second round. I'll take a third round. Yep. I'll, I'll just get drafted. Period. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's awesome. And with all that draft going on and whatnot, that is that's that tells what everybody what everybody could pick. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Now that being said, it determines on who people who the people are going to pick. During the free agency, I, I I think that has a lot to do with it, and I know there's. If you get online right now, it's flooded with all these mock drafts, yes. and and to be honest, I've put together uh, a mock draft for the first round. I've been itching to talk about it, okay. But to be not, but, but to be honest with you, I need to hold on to it until about a week before the draft. That that's why I want to <clears> say because 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 you know. When the free because it's going to change. It's, it's going to change because there's going to be a lot of people that's going to make trades yeah. or are going to sign free agencies, free agents. Then next they know, okay, this person draft going to drop. This person. Your needs change. Yeah, your need it, it does change. Yeah. So that being said, uh, you have a list of the top. Was it? I, I I've got a list of what what I like to think of as probably the top twenty five free agents right now. Okay, and that's. <clears throat> I've taken some of the players out that that are are free agents technically, yeah. but we've already heard that they're either going to be franchise tagged or whatever. But they're right after I put this together, I found out about some possible new free agents and a couple of trades that may be happening. You want to okay. talk about that first? Okay, we could talk about that. Uh, so it could be trades and whatnot. Yeah, so that's that's going to factor into this too, and that okay. that's all going to be available starting March sixteenth. They can talk to them, and then by the eighteenth, we can start making moves. We can, some, exactly. So, since you want to talk about that, there's a rumor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Yannick, how you say for Yannick and Yannick, yes, him. He could be traded to Seattle. Did you know about that? No, I didn't hear about that. Yes, one. it was a rumor. I was looking. It's the as we call it, the rumor report. <laughs> yes, he could be traded to Seattle. So that being said, do you, if he does get traded, do you think that uh, Clowney's gone? I think that that's. I don't think it would look good for Clowney okay. to re-sign with Seattle at that point. Exactly. But it might it might be good for him in a way too because he might end up getting more money somewhere else. 
he would probably come back to the AFC yeah. division just probably to another team. Now, I tell you what, to have Clowney and Ngakwe on the same defense. That would be scary. Oh, uh, that, yeah. That's, you're, you're talking about a, about your classic bookend defensive ends where yes. you can't double team one guy. Yeah. Because if you double team them, then What's the other guy's going to come free. <laughs> so so you, you're going to have to start max protect, and it does all kinds of nasty exactly. things to your offense. So that's – That'd be a good that'd be a good deal for Seattle. Okay, uh, I know there's also it was a rumor everybody that the Jaguars are thinking about trading Nick Foles and keeping uh, Gardner as their starting quarterback. I would not be shocked with that at all. Now, that being said, rumors are saying Colts might be interested in that. You know, so. So far, right now, I'm looking at my top 25. I've okay. got four, five, six. I've got six quarterbacks in my top 25 free agents. Okay. I've heard the Colts' name attached with hey, every honest, one single of them. one. Every single one from every, every time a quarterback gets mentioned right now, the, the Colts are the top. They're, they're the number one destination for that quarterback. Yes. So, I don't know if I believe any of them, but I think we're going to know if – they don't get somebody on March 18th. I think you're going to know now the Colts are drafting a quarterback. Exactly. So if we, if we don't get nobody March 18th, the Colts getting a quarter, uh, get drafting quarterback, correct? Yes, that's okay. what I think. Okay. I can, actually, I can't see. I can see that. Or if we do get a quarterback that's somewhat decent, say we do trade for Nick Foles, whatever, then we're going to draft a wide receiver. Do you think? Or I think it. it I think it – I'm not going to say it means we're going to draft a specific position or a specific player if we go out and get a quarterback, but I think it takes away the urgency to go get a quarterback. Okay. I think it would still be possible we draft a quarterback. It would just be second, third round maybe rather than or, rather And then than so that the being said, say we do, do we dangle that 13th pick and try to get more picks? I don't think you should. Okay. I mean, depend. It, it depends. If if you look, okay. So right now, I've got the Colts picking at thirteen, mm-hmm. and probably I, this is my original guesstimation. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go with Javon Kinlaw, Kinlaw from South Carolina. And you know what? And that's he, the defensive line. Yeah, and hey, he's him. he's a monster. He's a fantastic athlete. Pat brought that up. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. I like this kid a lot. Him and a maniac, both from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. It's it, it would be it would be nice. Yeah, that would be, be nice. That would be great. So it'd be a good fit to me. I think he he'd look good in our defense because he could play multiple position multiple mm-hmm. positions on the defensive line. He could play end. He could play inside. He can play a he can play a wide nine. He could play a three. It's it's how however he wants to be able to play him. But if somebody like that. I don't think at 13, with as deep as this draft is, right? And it this to me, this draft is top heavy. Yeah, it is. It is that first round. I think anybody that's that's I've got projected in the first round, in many other drafts, will be a top 10 player. And and I truly believe that. I, I agree. I, I totally agree. <clears throat> I totally agree. I don't see too many guys in this first round that they're like, oh, bust alert on this guy, you know. I'm yeah. not going to point it out and say this guy is going to be a turd because I, I really think there's not too many boomer bust guys in this first round. Yeah, I, I'd agree right there. 
There's also a rumor that AJ Boye. I don't even think this one's a rumor. I think. Well, this no, I take that. Back. I take that back. AJ Boye, he did get traded to the Broncos. Just it's not official. It's not yet. official it's until not, the 18th. It, yes, they've already but, worked out. So the deal. he has left and went to the Broncos. Yeah. Do you think that was a good trade? I think it's a great. But deal see, for the I, I I did not see what did the Jacksonville Jaguars get from that? Did it get a draft pick? I, I didn't see. I didn't see it either. So so I, so it's. They've not publicized yeah. exactly what the terms of the trade are. It's probably going to be draft picks. Okay, yeah, because I know Yannick, Yannick he, they uh, they uh, tagged him, right? Okay. So they tagged him, so they're going to say, if you want him, you're going to hey, yeah. give up something yeah, for him. You're, we're going to so, get something for him. So, yeah. Uh, so there's a, a free agent out there, because since we're talking about free agent, Jason Peters. Okay, so this one's this one just kind of popped up this afternoon. Yes. So Jason Peters, he's he's the all-world left tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. I, I mean, you're you're talking about a guy who he came into the NFL projected to be a tight end. He's that athletic. It's just crazy. The how and they, and he's dude, you just can't get around him. He's it, a brick wall. It, it's like but Qu- why, quickest feet of any offensive lineman in the NFL. Guarantee it. But my thing is, why would why would the Eagles let go somebody like that? Just some yeah. somebody that valuable. It doesn't make sense to me. I wouldn't I wouldn't even let that guy get anywhere near free agency. I, I He's not. a cornerstone of that yes. that franchise right now. And just so we got him as a free agent, and well, and and to me, a lot of these guys, a lot of these free agents, you'll see a team will fill their needs with a free agent. Mm-hmm. Jason Peters is an upgrade on just about every other left tackle in the NFL. So, whoever picked him up. So, that's a, yeah, it wasn't a bad move if you went and picked him up. Yeah. Now, let's see. Again, I'm being biased, but that would be an awesome pick. And like you said earlier, before we got alive, that if we picked him up, we'll move uh, Brandon Smith down to uh, – To guard. To guard and put him right there. At so, right tackle. Put him at right tackle with Costanzo at left or, or flip-flop him. I don't know which yeah. one you'd want to do. I think I'd just leave Costanzo at left tackle with Quentin Nelson because you already got the chemistry so there. So, you got that and built and Bill yeah. the other side? Oh, yeah. That will be – Well, and then if you got Peters, you could go out and get, a, say, a left-handed quarterback like a Tua. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be, that would be but something. But, no, I mean, seriously, and, and, and I'm just I'm just throwing out that, that out there. I'm being silly, but, but – to have somebody like that on any team, yes, like I say he's an upgrade. He's an upgrade for just about anybody. And he, Chris Ballard, did say that he's going to pull the trigger and going to get somebody. We're going. We're going he to has see. to. He, he has to. The NFL has a rule where you have to use a certain percentage of your uh, draft, your your salary cap money, yeah, every year, or you get penalized, and you actually lose cap. So ain't no. This and the Colts are in the year where they have to spend. They have to be within a certain percentage of the top of the cap. So just match. So we or we can, can, we can so get him. He's got to go get somebody. And he said he's he's going to get somebody. He's going to spend some money. So who? I'm just. I'll be honest. I'm excited now. That now I don't. Some, I don't know if he's just going to go out and say, okay, well, Darius no. Leonard, it's time to pay you. We're going to go ahead and give you yeah. money. Or Quentin Nelson, we're going to go ahead and give you money. To me, that sounds more like Chris Ballard. Yeah, <coughs> he's gonna but, pay, he's gonna pay his people here, which he's gonna yeah, take, he's gonna take his people. That's what he yeah. says he wants to do. But I think if certain people are available, yes, so why not jump on it? So that being said, 
please give me the list of the free eight top twenty five. Okay. And for number summer. and number twenty five. Yes. We're gonna start close to home. Let's go. Anthony Costanzo. Okay. Now you you can talk about you know th- there were a lot of years where people just bad mouthed Anthony Costanzo that whatever was one, I was one of them, but then we put in a, a franchise left guard next yeah. to him and now he looks like the left tackle everybody expected him to be when he came out and then he was like Molly Turn yeah. he's what 30 31 yeah so he's he's still got a couple years in the tank he was already talking about retirement but I don't know if he was doing that to try to drum up more money. And that's, that's a possibility. It may have been a strategy by him and his agent. But I don't see him leaving Indianapolis. I think he's he's already talking about re-signing here, and they're wanting to uh, okay. work out a deal with him. So unless talks just fall apart, he's so, going to be back in so Indianapolis. He's, so he's going to be back here in the Horseshoe Nation? Yes. Who's next? Safety, Justin Simmons from Denver. Okay. So Denver already got th- their good – Defensive secondary. They've they've got a, a, mm-hmm. a nice pair of corners there, couple couple safeties. They're in a position to upgrade that that position anyway. Right. Justin Simmons might be one of those value picks that you see come out, and and actually go somewhere else. So yeah, start thinking about teams that need safeties, need secondary help. Yeah. De- uh, Dallas needs secondary help. That's what he, I was gonna say. He, he would be he a might good go fit to, there. He might go to Dallas. That's yeah. the secondary help for the Dallas. Yeah, and and Dallas has got so many free agents coming up this year. They're not gonna be able to resign all of them. As, yeah. So that whole team may it get may a shift, face it may, it may shift yeah. like real quick. Yes. So keep going because I know we're gonna be talking about that soon. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> The, the next one on the list is another safety, Anthony Harris from Minnesota. I like him. Now, pairing him with uh, uh, Harrison Smith mm-hmm. in that secondary, they were real dangerous, too. And they yeah. had Xavier Rhodes on the side. It's, that was a real tough secondary, but I think he's going to test the market, too. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if uh, Mike Zimmer is going to be able to keep him. And that defense looks like it's starting to crumble. That team's personnel base is starting to crumble. I think he's on somewhere fresh. So, I think he may go yeah. to the Giants. But no. The Giants would not be a bad fit for him. Yeah, I, 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 I said he might go that to would the be Giants. An, that would be an upgrade for him. So the next one I got on the list, he's a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Robbie Anderson. Oh, from, from the uh, Jets. Jets. Okay. Tall, long. Long, long yeah. yeah. But I seen that he he's a possibility that he might sign back with the Jets. Yeah, I I I see him signing back with the Jets. He's already got kind of a rapport with mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. Uh, this is not a very deep wide receiver class as far as free agents go, but the draft is going to offset a, that. Yeah, because the draft is <clears throat> deep with free agents. So any any advantage he would have had being a, a shallow free agent pool at his position. He's lost it because the draft is crazy deep at wide receiver. Yes. Everybody's just going to be like, well, why are we going to go pay Robbie Anderson a ton of money when we just go out and draft Justin Jefferson from LSU? You know, he's going to be – guys like that that are as good as Robbie Anderson yeah. are going to be available in the second round Cheaper. with a rookie with a rookie yeah. contract. So, yeah, I see him probably staying at home and possibly even giving the Jets a discount to stay there. Yeah, it's like, look, I'll stay, you know, just – yeah, yeah. So he's he'll 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 be that's, dumb that's, to say no. I want more money than that's this. bad for him, but it, it'd be good for the Jets. So you know maybe they'll get something worked out with him. Okay. The next one on my list, running back from Tennessee, 
King Henry. <laughs> so Derek Derrick Henry's on this list. I don't know how you feel about Derrick Henry, but I, I, I feel like he is he is sorely underrated. He he runs the ball and he makes the offense work in Tennessee. Yeah. And I don't know if he if he's as good somewhere else or if he's as good for another team as he is for Tennessee. I, be, I think they have to get something worked out. Be honest, be honest, and I, okay, I, I like Derrick Henry. I liked him when he was in Road Tide Nation because I'm Road Tide. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, so I like I love Derrick Henry. And when he went to Tennessee, I was like, ugh, because they're in our division. Yeah. But they don't, like you said, he makes the offensive line work. He, like, in the playoffs – Pretty much, he carried the team on that. On he the did. He carried that team. Those, those, what was it? Three, two games, three yeah. games in the playoffs. So my thing is this: yeah. if he he gonna find out, like, hey, what can you do? If not, then I think he's gonna go somewhere that where people probably can use him, like, and don't have to make the offensive line work, <clears throat> coach. Uh, so you know. Well, I, t- I tell you what, of all the teams in the NFL. There's only a couple where I think he's he's successful with his style of running. Indianapolis would be one of them. Yes, I think he would. I think he would look good in Pittsburgh. Oh, that would be scary. Yeah. So I, I this isn't the only place, but a lot of places are going for smaller. They're going for smaller, faster guys that catch out of the backfield type type of running backs. You're not going to have that smash mouth. Yeah. Mentality. Maybe in Minnesota he works out as a backup for Dalvin Cook. But man, I yeah. to me that's a step down for him. Yeah, so yeah. I, I feel like he needs to stay in Tennessee. Henry and Mack attack. Oh man, if he were here, Marlon Mack would be a backup. Yeah, Marlon Mack would be a backup, and for sure, Henry started off, and Marlon Mack come back and just do it's the one-two punch. Well, and if we were able to sign him, I think the emphasis actually leaves the quarterback too. Who you said who? Our emphasis leaves the quarterback. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be as concerned about. Drafting a quarterback or going out and finding another quarterback, maybe we stick with Jacoby Brissett at that point. Because they said they believe in Jacoby, so maybe. Yeah. So never. Well, and at that point, you've got two, two good running backs. You can lean on that running game a little bit more. Yeah, and if so, you want to dish the ball here and there, just like that. Yeah. And then, dink and dunk it down the field. Yep. And eat the clock. Uh, my next one on this list: uh, linebacker from Baltimore, Matthew Judon. Okay. He had what I would consider a breakout season this mm-hmm. last season. And good thing, you know, it's the last year of his contract. He had a really good year. I think he would he would look good in a lot of places, and he's probably going to get paid. He's I don't see him staying in Baltimore. Right. I think he's going to end up someplace like Miami, maybe Buffalo. And he stays in the AFC, but I think he's going to go somewhere else and try to be the man – where he wants where to he goes. Yeah, okay. I, I, I can actually see that yeah. going to happen. I really can't actually yeah, see that Yeah, because he's, he's not necessarily the top guy in Baltimore. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it, I can see him going somewhere he wants to be. Yeah. Yep. Who else we have? Uh, the next one, another linebacker from Pittsburgh, Bud Dupree. I'm not a big fan of Bud, Bud Dupree. Well, I, I think – I think he's gonna. He got a lot more attention this year because he didn't get a lot of attention. Yeah, and that and it was because a lot of it was focused on T.J. Watt. Yeah, so you got all this attention focused on T.J. Watt and let him run free, and just be the athlete that he could. And T.J. Watt tore it up. Yeah, T.J. Watt still had a good season. Yeah, so Bud Dupree's gonna 
he's going to get the benefits of that. I think he ends up maybe some someplace like New Orleans. I think he's a good fit in a system like New Orleans has. I can, I can actually see I don't that. think he's going to stay in Pittsburgh. You don't think so? No, I would love to see him stay in Pittsburgh because it works well with that system. But I think he's going to end up leaving and going someplace like New Orleans. Okay, okay. Because okay. they're going to be – to me, linebacker is going to be a position of need for them next year. They were patching holes with Kiko Alonso mm-hmm. last year. And I think Bud Dupree would be a good fit for them because he's still young and he could grow within that system. Okay, I, I can see that. Uh, the next one, Dante Fowler from the Rams. Now. This is a guy everybody's forgotten about. Yes, yes. He was a badass in Jacksonville. Yes, he was. And then he went to the Rams on a team, a star-studded defense mm-hmm. that just didn't work out very well. Because there's too many, star, too many, too too many stars. Too many egos. Yeah, so. So I think Dante Fowler, they're going to let him go. I don't think I don't think the Rams are going to want to re-sign him. The Dante Fowler experiment didn't work out well. I there. think, you know, I think he may sign to the Raiders. You know what? The Raiders would be a good fit for him. He seems, to me, he seems like a, a John Gruden mm-hmm. kind of guy. Yep. I, I like him for that, for, for going to Las Vegas. I also like him with the Chiefs. Now the Chiefs, that would be a good. To me, he would be a good fit with the Chiefs. That'd be a nice upgrade for them. Too. Yeah, and and I think Terrell Suggs is going to be leaving, most likely. My, Terrell Suggs, uh, he's he's getting long he, in the tooth. Yeah, he was a good fit for him for a while. But now they they uh, they're going to franchise tag Chris Jones. Dante Fowler gives them another pass rusher. Yeah, so that'd be good for them. Yeah. I think he'd be a good fit. <clears throat> the next one. We're going to go on a couple of tight ends. Hunter Henry from the Chargers. Okay. He's had some injury issues. He really didn't stand out too much to me, like, to be like, yo, we need He's to. on a bad team last year. Yeah, but as, even – it, Well, they weren't a bad team. They just didn't work out. Exactly. But he just didn't, like, stood out like, you know, okay, for instance, when you dra- – okay, when we did our fantasy draft, mm-hmm. was you confident in dra- – would you be confident in drafting him? No, because of the injury issues. Uh, injury issues, and so that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think no team is going to be like, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, that's what we want. He I, I out, think he he's I think he's going to end up leaving the Chargers. He, he probably leave the Chargers, but I don't. But what team's going to? Well, he probably sign with a team. I would say more likely, he probably sign with the Dolphins. I think he'd be a good fit with with a team like the Dolphins. I'd like to I'd like to see him go someplace like Green Bay. That would also, but I would like to see Green Bay. With him, and I think Atlanta is going to need a tight end. Yeah, speaking of Atlanta. Yeah, speaking of Atlanta, who's their free agent? That's the next one on the list, Austin Hooper. So Atlanta pretty much came out and told Austin Hooper to kick rocks. They they were just like, yeah, we're just not re-signing you. Which which I I do not understand. I understand because he's he's a good. Tight end. He was a good tight end. Yes, and I and I. This is. I don't get excited too often, but he's on that list of players that I think would be a perfect fit in Indianapolis. Yep, because to me, he looks like Eric Ebron when Eric Ebron was playing well. I think he has that potential. So to see him come here, I think it would be a good fit for us. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a good fit for him. Put somebody on the opposite side from uh, 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 Jack Doyle, and get that. That one tight two end come. tandem going and, again. And that's what, that's what we want. We want to have that tight end tandem, like you said, just have them yeah. two going. So, that would, yeah, I could see that happening. That would be awesome. But I also think he fits into a system like uh, 
Tampa Bay's because yeah. Yeah, he's he's one of those tight ends he can get vertical and and could give you some yeah. extra yards. So I wouldn't be surprised in that either. Exactly. And and to me, I think if I'm him, I, that would be on my mind that I get to come back twice a year and make Atlanta pay for not re-signing. Yeah. So uh, that that may be a place he ends up. <clears throat> Next on the list. Who? We're going to get into the the bottom of the barrel on the quarterbacks. Okay. Who who's the first one? Philip Rivers. Next. Who's the next quarterback? <laughs> We're talking about this. We're talking oh, about this. Okay, so Oh god. So, anybody that's a Colts fan has been hearing about this for weeks. Oh my god. Oh, Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers. And there's a lot of mixed feelings about this. Boo. There's a lot of people like, "Oh, we need to go get Philip Rivers." Yeah. And then we'll then we'll be in the we'll be in the the running for sunshine next year. If we go get Philip Rivers, we're not going to be in the running for sunshine because we're not going to be able to draft that high. And and number two, why do you want to go get a guy? It's pretty much he's done. bought a he's bought a house in Florida already. He's going to Miami. He's are I think he's I think he's already bought his fishing poles and his golf clubs he ready to retire. retire. Yeah, he's not wherever he goes. This is going to be one final paycheck. He is not going to care what happens. They say, like they say, Rivers don't know how to pull out. You know, he don't know how to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't pull out of his driveway. Exactly. <laughs> so so I think Rivers is going to end up somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to be, and I hope it's not here. I'll pray. I'll pray. He, yeah, oh, don't do it. But don't. he's going to end up somewhere, and he's going to make somebody miserable for one year. And then he's gonna be done. I hope we don't be the laughing stock of the. Yeah, he's yeah. he's. I say he's gonna end up with somebody though. Please don't let it be us. <laughs> Please. Who's that, next? That brings us to the next quarterback on this list, and this one, this one's actually interesting. I think I know you're gonna say Jameis Winston. Oh, the, the intercept, interception king, interception king. Yes, he was the interception king, but he was also the touchdown king, if yeah, I remember I, right. So it was what thirty and thirty something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. It's the first time the NFL's ever seen this. I think there's a possibility that he's in the wrong system. He, I, I, I be honest. I said that a long time ago when he got in trouble for stealing crab legs. We talked. We talked. <laughs> well, about that was when he was in Florida State. But he, but he stayed down there that around that atmosphere. Yeah. So I think that he needed he needs to leave that atmosphere. For for instance, uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about this person or not. But uh, we probably will. Teddy Bridgewater. Right. He's not on my list. Okay, Teddy Bridgewater. Because I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think so either. But if, remember when he was in Minnesota, he, he really didn't gel, click well with yeah. them. But he went to New Orleans, and he, he looks phenomenal. So I believe that he just needs to leave, go somewhere else, and I think he will change. I think it, it, he does need a new start. Yes. I would love to see uh, Jameis Winston end up – Someplace, if he ended up in Las Vegas with John Gruden, I think it'd be good for him. That would be good. Or think, it, could, it could also hurt him. And Well, and there's another one that a lot of people aren't talking about, and I think this is – it might work out for him. Not next year, but maybe the year after. New England. They, he it, goes to New England as a backup for Tom Brady. That, that cools be. his jets on the bench for one season. That While one. Brady plays out into this twilight, and, learn, and learn from learn from Brady, learn from Brady, learn from Belichick, learn that system, then come out the next year. He's got all the tools. He's that got could, them. 
That could work. It could. So that and I, you know, I don't want to play it up for New England, but that looks like that would be a solid fit for him. It, it really would. <clears throat> so move on to the next one. Tackle from uh, Tennessee, Jack Conklin. You know what? That wouldn't be a big bad because I'll be honest. Even though, but see, the problem is like you said, Derrick Henry made their offensive line work. Yeah. So that being said, would you want to pick up somebody that made the running back made the offensive line work, or would you want to pick up somebody that made the running back? Hey, let's run it. I'm a well. I'll tell you, physically, he's got all the tools. He's mm-hmm. a right tackle on a run dominant team. Anytime you got a right tackle on a run dominant team, comes a free agent, he's going to get paid. Yeah, he will because he's a run blocker. That, he, that he's gonna, he, on the right he's side. Gonna stay. He's a gonna run stay. blocker. And he was on a, a offensive line with us that was just solid all the way across. He wasn't as great a pass blocker, but you don't have to be at right tackle. I think if you take him and you put him in the right situation, he's going to be a great offensive lineman there too. But I don't. I hate to put a, a tag on where I think he would go. I don't think he ends up staying in Tennessee, mm. and that's just my opinion. There's a lot of people that think he's just going to stay there because he's it's a good fit. With the offensive line, you don't want to break him up. So, I would like to see him go someplace like Denver. I think he would be right. a good fit in Denver. I think he would be a good fit uh, – I think he'd be a good fit in Dallas. Dallas. And they could – because they could use – To be honest, help. I think Dallas da- – Their offensive line is already really good. But I think that would be – But they could use the depth. Yeah, I think that would be a nice fill. And he might, he might steal – he might steal a, a position. A position. Yeah, I can see that. So he would push them. All right, the next one, and this one's an intriguing one to me because he comes from San Francisco's vaunted defensive line, Eric Armstead. Okay. I'm so, not too familiar with him. So He was the defensive end that played opposite uh, Dick Bosa. Okay, okay. So Armstead, I think he had ten sacks. He had a – Good, solid season. Okay. He can play all four positions across the line. And he's played with great defensive linemen. Right. I think <clears throat> good places where he looks like he'd fit, Kansas City's a good fit for him. Mm-hmm. I think Indianapolis would be a good fit. And I'm not just – because he looks like an Indianapolis defensive lineman. He's another one of those guys he can play any four positions. Yeah, and then you got to work because we got old boy coming back from next year from yeah. his injury. To, uh, what's his name? Toure? Oh, Kamiko Toure, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, well, we're just getting close on time. Uh, let's 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 get let's, into the, let's, let's just get into the last end of this. Well, let's talk about the, what everybody wants to talk about. Let's talk about the the final the quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. So, Drew Brees. Drew Brees ain't, ain't going, going nowhere. nowhere. He's it, staying in New where Orleans. Everybody know that. He's 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 Mister uh, St. Louis. I mean, not St. Louis. Wow, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah, he, he's he ain't not going, going nowhere. So uh, Taysom Hill just gonna have to cool his jets for one more year. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. I, believe it or not, I think he stays. He, he's. I think he's gonna stay. He's gonna stay and learn from him, and then next thing you know, he just passed the torch to him. That's that's the person. Well, that, him and Taysom Hill are gonna duke it out next year. I, I think, think Teddy. I think Teddy got it. I think Teddy got it. All right. <clears throat> Another one, Dak Prescott. We're, we're saving the best one for last. 
Hi, Kristen. <laughs> uh, Dak Prescott's not the best. He, he, he's the top of my free agent list, but he's not the funnest one to talk about. Yeah. But Dak Prescott, to me, he's the top of the free agent list. I think Dallas is silly if they don't franchise tag this kid. So At least. They need to get something so worked out with him. They got him, and who else is a free agent? 16 other players. They have 17 players on their free agent list. My thing is this, like, what are they going to do? What like what are they going to do? Because right now they're at that point where oh, that team could sink again. Yeah. Because they just yeah, you got to do something. So you got to hang on to your identity in situations like this. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott's their offensive identity right now. Between him and Zeke, and they need to hold on to Amari Cooper too. I'll be honest. I think they're probably going to. They're going to lose one of those guys. Yeah, though. one of them three they're going to lose. And I think it's going to be Amari Cooper. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's necessarily happy where he's at. He had kind of an off year last year, but I bet he doesn't end up in Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he ain't going. No, nah, he's not going to Las Vegas. Be honest, he might just. Nah, I don't know. I don't know if he'd be a good fit. But here. no, they want. Yeah, but you know they. There's they want... places where I think Amari Cooper would look good, but I don't know if this is one of them. I'd like to see Amari Cooper go someplace like New York and play for play with the Jets, or the Giants. That would be nice. but And like I said, Nick Foles may get traded, you know. But anyways, <laughs> uh, one thing we also need to get traded on and switched on is uh, paying our bills. Oh, shoot, I nearly forgot about that. Did you? Yes. You know, it's, warm, it's warming up now. It is. I know we're going to have a cold, one more cold snap. This is one little snip snap. Yeah, but after that, it's going to start warming up, and we're going to be switching over from running our furnaces to running our air conditioning. Exactly. So you're gonna need to get that 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 whole system serviced. Get your ducts clean, your filters changed, everything inspected. Make sure your Freon levels are right. Uh, do we even use Freon anymore? I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't think so. <laughs> Whatever coolant it is. Yes, yes. So everybody. But, but when it comes to that, who are you gonna call? Our friends next door. What's that? Who are they? Preferred Mechanical. Preferred Mechanicals. And if you need their number, their number is area code three one seven. 924-4042. Mention the show D-Line Sports and you get 10% off. Now it's you, only residential, not commercial. Yes, and they will travel. So from here to Columbus, Indiana or wherever, just, just give hey, them a call. Just give them a call. I promise they will take care of you. They're our good friends. Again, their number is 317-924-4042. And I promise you, they'll take care of you. We got one more free agent I want to talk about. Who's that? He is the one that we shall not name. Are you talking about uh, Stinky Booty? It's uh... <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk about Tom Brady He's a little bit. He's not going nowhere. He's not going nowhere. So hey, any, like, don't talk about them. Don't talk about them. Any possible team that needs a quarterback, Tom Brady's being mentioned. Yeah, from and I, several I, teams that don't need a quarterback. I seen from Tennessee. I seen uh, Jack, no, what? Yeah, well, Miami Dolphins. I seen. His Could name. you imagine him playing in Miami behind that line with those receivers? Hell no! I seen him playing talking about the over there uh, Chargers. <sighs> Again. Philip Rivers, old ass. You're going to let Philip Rivers go, and then you're going to sign an older quarterback exactly. that can't throw as far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
He's I, gonna say. I'll tell you. It's, it, to me, it's gonna be one of two things. He's either gonna resign with New England. This is a one year. Or his ass is gonna hit the road. He's gonna probably get one more year, and then after that, that's it. You know. Yeah, I I really he ain't gonna clone that. himself no more. Because everybody's getting spit. To me, he really fell off this year, and you're gonna see he's gonna really. He's, He's going to fall right off the edge of the table you, you, you remember when Brett Favre started declining? When, when, they, when they declined, they declined fast. Yes. Peyton Manning, that, that last year yeah. he played, he could barely throw the ball down the field by so, the end yeah, of the season. It, 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 it's going to decline, decline back. So, I would say right now, Tom, just go ahead and get out. Yes, you one of up you up there is one of the greatest. So He's going to get that one year because New England owes him one, and that will be it. Yeah, so. Be the one time. Kiss my ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but anyways, you know, final thoughts? Final thoughts. So we've had a, a, an interesting week, but we've, we've had a, a, a local hit in, in sports here in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Oh, I lost his name. I can't remember his name. But anyway, uh, softball coach. For Martinsville High School, okay, yeah, passed away today. He was forty years old, and uh, they believe it was a suicide. And we'll come back to this again. Uh, anybody that's out there, if you're hurting, if you're feeling bad, please talk to somebody. That's suicide is not a a, a final solution. That's it, it doesn't stop you from hurting anymore. It's just the start of everybody else hurting. That's mm-hmm. you're you're not gonna you're you're taking away an opportunity for things to get better. You're not you're not solving a problem. So I mean, if you're if you're feeling bad, give somebody a call. Hell, give us a call. I don't ever want to see anybody like yeah, that. Just I, message us. I've seen what it does to families. Yeah, it's, so, it's serious. Yep. That's that's all I got to say. I, I, how, how can I top that now? See, yeah, y'all, y'all always talk about me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like dumping on you, but you, yeah. But, but there you go. Be honest, everybody. I, I'm, can I piggyback off of you? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. I just want to say, man, yeah, that is some serious mental health. I mean, like stress mental is very serious. So if there's somebody that you know you can reach out to, talk to, or whatnot, if, you, if people always give signs that something's going on, Hell, sometimes I get I. I'm not saying I would do it, but I, I have stress issue too. And sometimes, coach or P, we all that, hurt. Yeah, we all hurt. So you know, the also one I talk to. So just give us a call. Also, ladies and gentlemen, there's a women's football league going on called the uh, WFA. If you want to see some local women, they not no lingerie. They actually put some good hits, hard hitting, and you'll be very impressed. Called the Columbus Vanguards. Our first match is April the 4th at Columbus North High School. It's coming up. So come see us. We will be facing the, they will be facing the Derby City Dynamites. So, again, it's at Columbus North High School, 1425th Street, Columbus, Indiana. So if you have any questions, just get a hold of me, and y'all take care of yourself. And that'll be it. Yeah. And Hey, I'll, hey, what, what do we always say at the end of the show? Don't drink and drive. Call coach. Call an Uber. <laughs> but don't call me. <laughs> Everybody be good to each other and uh, go Colts. Go Colts, baby. We're done. Wrap it up. Like, mother-